Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Woo! It's Friday night. Yes, indeed, it is. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show in this Friday edition. Tomorrow, I'm going to be about five pounds heavier because I'm going to be eating some crawfish tomorrow <laughs> at the LSU Alumni Association Annual Crawfish Bowl. It is the hottest ticket in town, babies. And I got my ticket and I'm going to be eating me some crawdaddies tomorrow. The among- proof of the, you know, yeah. it's going to be in eating the pudding, you know, <laughs> what's it going to look like? Well, I tell you what it ain't going to look like, Joe. It ain't going to look like a, a bunch of demented, libtard, crazy people out there tomorrow. I'm going to be among my peeps down there, and we're going to have a great time. Hey, hopefully you guys are going to have a great time this weekend yourself. In fact, question for you guys tonight on, on the show. How many of you are going to be watching the Olympics? I posted a poll earlier. I'm already seeing a reaction from a man in the booth. I got to bring him in and let him tell you live what he thinks. 888 888- 344-1170. I want to know what y'all think about a top story today involving a certain baseball team. I got to get my man to weigh in on that too. He's already, he's already aggravated. 888-344-1170. Are you going to be watching the Olympics this weekend? Yes or no? No judgments here. I want to hear what y'all got to say about that. And what are your thoughts? We got another team that's gone woke. 888-344-1170. Of course, Friday means we've got Bob Walters who's going to be here with his education segment. And we have a special surprise guest later on in the show. And you're going to want to stay tuned for that uh, little woke segment. Uh, it's the man, the myth himself. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect. DJ Potato Skins. Only a couple minutes into the show and I'm already riled up. Okay. Well, okay. So in case. Which the, one you want to hit me with first? Well, first, uh, first, tell me whether or not you're going to watch the Olympics and why. You know, I love the Olympics. Let's start there. I love the Olympics. I look forward to it. Summer, winter, it does not matter. I could give a rip this time around. It has been so politicized. Mm-hmm. It it does not make a difference, especially when you have athletes for your home country not wanting to stand for your home country. Right, which is the only reason why they're there. And, and what's going on and, here? And a couple yeah. of years ago, James Bond do- dove out of a out of an airplane, and they're you know. So I I can't watch it this year. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to watch it. I'm tempted because I love Simone Biles so much. Greatest of all time in terms of gymnast. She was so proud. She's proud to, to represent the country. And, uh, we still have decent Americans we, participating. Yeah, absolutely. We do. And unfortunately, we've got to make a decision about how, mu- how, long, how much longer we're going to continue to give eyeballs, which is enabling and encouraging Correct. the cultural Marxist destruction of this country. What's happening with these Olympians is an extension of when Colin Kaepernick first started this crap. And we had too many from Drew Brees and others that joined in out of being scared to death of going up against these bullies, these tyrants, these dictators, these terrorist a part of this movement they had the gall to tell us it didn't have anything to do with the flag well that's specifically why they chose that moment in the nfl because that was a moment of unity because everything about this movement is about division and i'm not going to support it anymore i used to obsess over the nfl here. and i used to start my day with espn i and, and and i mean year round i was obsessed with the nfl I stopped watching it because I was not going to continue to support any in any aspect of or any organization or group of organization that was was actively taking part in destroying my nation. And let me tell you, I was like a crackhead coming off the off the pipe. It hurt, but it, we must take a stand. That before you chime in, 
That leads me to the next topic, which is another team has gone woke. The Cleveland Indians have changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. And somebody said to me today, they couldn't even guard their own name. That's how weak they are. When are we when are you going to stop? When when are you gonna when are we gonna stop and, and and take a stand for our nation? Well, I took my first step against baseball this year. I refused because of the the political move of the All Star Game. Did not watch the All Star Game. Did not care. Good. We've got. Um, still watching baseball. If it continues to get worse, I may have to stop watching. But that name change by the Cleveland Indians is the most buffoonery type of decision that you could possibly make. It's an honor to celebrate american heritage the native americans are part of american heritage well here's the thing uh, like masks i'm not debating masks anymore i'm not debating efficacy of masks anymore i'm not debating efficacy or what's in these what's in these these jabs anymore because the argument is now should have always been and should continue to be about freedom, freedom you don't like you don't like the name indians you don't have to go to the game you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to buy the merchandise. Take another team. This is this is basically what we have done. What we are do, have done with the Republican Party. This is basically negotiating with terrorists. This is handing whatever analogy you want to use for terrorism and bullying and intimidation and threats. Uh, th- this is what we're doing. We're paying ransom to people that are hijacker uh, who, who are holding somebody hostage. Uh, we are paying. We are uh, paying extortionists who are extorting money out of us. This is why you don't give your lunch money over to the bully. The only thing that will stop them from bullying you is to punch them back. This is why you don't pay an extortion demand. This is why you don't negotiate with terrorists because it never ends. And we must take a stand. I even had uh, or heard, excuse me, Native Americans calling various talk shows today saying that they despise the name change and they actually liked it the way it was. Right. And of course, they're not being listened to because this isn't anything about Native Americans. This doesn't have anything to do with them any more than these covid crackdowns had anything to do with your public health. Every bit of this has to do with power. This is communism in the uh, being forced upon us through the cultural Marxist movement. What is a cultural Marxist movement? It is the strategy that was developed to tear apart the fabric of our nation, our Judeo-Christian principles and values, to attack what unites us. And in particular, what is the Judeo-Christian principles and values about? It's about that our rights come from God. It's about that nobody owes you anything. That all we uh, that you've got to you've got to work hard for it. There is no such thing as equal outcomes. We don't we do not have a centralized system of power in this country. It's supposed to be about individual freedom, individual liberty, and individual responsibility. And the second conservatives joined in with the idea, the nonsense, the insanity that government had a right to shut you inside your home as a healthy person. Because you are responsible for somebody else's health. The second any conservative and I and I spoke out against Trump when he did it. And I spoke out against conservatives when they, when they went along with it. It never ends. You, the, the monster is never satisfied. You can't feed it. And, and where are we at right now? We still have. We know that masks don't work. How do we know? Fauci told us in an email, right? They don't work. And lockdowns are being talked about again. Right. We've got, we've got, we've got conservatives. Newsmax did an entire segment tonight with so-called conservatives debating on the confusion from the U.S. government about masks. There is no there's no no there should not be any confusion. You should know by now that according to Fauci, masks don't work. According to my friend, Doc Porbin, we've known for 60 years that masks don't work. They're not effective. We know this. Why are you believing it? Why are you debating it? 
There's no confusion. The issue is not that we need the CDC and Fauci to get their messaging together. Why is any supposed conservative pushing out that nonsense? They're, they, every bit. You know what, what the CDC is pushing out right now? You morons. Sean Spicer and company on Newsmax there. I said it. If I lose my weekly gig on Newsmax, so be it. Because let me tell you, this is the hill I'm willing to die on. Because this is where they ultimately gain control over us. The CDC puts out in hurricane season, here's what you need to do if you're in the path of a hurricane. First and foremost, get get jabbed, get vaccinated. <laughs> right? It's, skids whoa, 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 whoa. That's I on their website. It. So you're telling me if you get the jab, you're safe from a hurricane. <laughs> right. Buy some lumber, buy, buy some plywood to put up on your windows and go get jabbed. Literally, that's on the CDC's website. And you still think this has something to do with your health? Come on. I miss the old come on segments on ESPN. Come oh, on, I, that was the best laugh I've had all day. I know. You know who's standing up today? Who's fighting against these forced vaxes? Remember, remember back after uh, 9-11, uh, France didn't stand with us in, in the wars. And we joked, we don't want to call them French fries anymore. We want to right. call them freedom fries. They, they're the freedom fry people right now. Because we have French people in the streets right now fighting for freedom. You want to know why? Go France. Yeah, you want to know why? Because they are uh, because a President Macron announced this week that uh, those unable to prove that they've been jabbed or, or um, have a negative COVID test that will, um, they will be banned from using public transportation, from cinema, shopping malls, bars, cafes, and restaurants. And of course, the French have to delineate the difference between a cafe and a restaurant. You're such elitist snobs. And other venues after 8-1. And here's the punishment. Six months in prison and a fine for up to $10,000. And any establishment welcoming the public who failed to show their, quote, passport could go to jail for up to a year and be fined $15,000. And if you don't think that this is the next step in what's coming here to the United States, you're not been paying attention. 99.5% recovery rate. What, what, do you, what do you, even if you believe that they are, quote, vaccinations, you think it's going get, to get you from 99.5% to what? 99.7%. So you're willing on that 0.2%, you're willing to risk blood clots, myocarditis, other, other reasons why people are dropping dead from this. You're, you're willing, to, you're, you're willing to, to risk the affectation of your DNA where your body's going to be forced to manufacture a spike protein that's never been done before. We have no idea how long your body's going to continue to do that and the effect it's going to have on your body. Why? There is no benign reason for why any government is trying to force onto healthy people an experimental drug. There's no benign reason for that. It's either because they want to get you under submission for control. First of all, we know it's about control. Well, what's the ultimate end game of that control? If they can get you, if they can get you to submit to being forced with an injection that you don't want on a substance that's, that, that is experimental, what else can they get you to submit to? Hat tip to an NFL coach, offensive line coach for Minnesota Vikings. He, he quit today. He said, I'm done. I heard about that. Good for him. He's probably in line for hero of the week for me. Let me, yeah. Let me tell you, if you won't, if you won't fight, if this is not the hill you would die on, then you don't care about your freedoms. 
So I I, I missed the, the the story about France. Where the so the people are standing up now. They're fighting. In the, they're they are protesting in the streets against Macron against Good for this them. law. There are first responders uh, protesting in the streets against this. They are fighting for their freedoms over there, and you know. That this is what's coming next. We have Americans, already. You should be considering the same thing. Right. And and why why do I think that what's going on in Europe is going to happen here? Because the very conservatives that, that jumped on board with these lockdowns followed along with China protocols of masking and all this kind of crap. We're all like, what's going on in Italy right now is going to happen here. We have to do all the same lockdowns and everything that Italy did to stop us from turning into Italy. What we needed was common sense. We needed conservatives, and we needed people to be, to be fighting on the hill back then against this crap. Now, we better be fighting. This better be the hill that we die on, Skins. We've got, we've got two hills we've got to die on, on this vax and on our election integrity. Those are the only two things that matter right That's now. That's the only two things that matter. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Bob Walters. Talk about uh, he's going to educate you on education. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Hey, a couple questions of the day for you guys. Uh, who's watching the Olympics? If so, if you want to call in, tell me if y'all are gonna watch and, and why. No judgment here if you're if you're still gonna watch. Um, I, I'm debating on Simone Biles. That would be the only reason for me to tune in. The other question. Find out when she's performing. Yeah. Watch her tune out. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Um, uh, Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week a little bit later. We've got a surprise guest for you guys. You're definitely going to want to tune in. Stay tuned for that a little bit later. Uh, if anything else on your mind, 888-344-1170. Uh, joining me now, as he does every Friday in a perpetual nominee for Hero of the Week, is Bob Walters, author of the book Facing Reality in American Education, who has been working on another new book that he will be debuting shortly. So stay tuned for more details on that. But this week, as always, he's back with his update on what's happening around the world, around the nation, if you will, on education. Hey, Bob Walters. Good to be here. All righty. What you got for us tonight, brother? Glad you got your health back. <laughs> yes. It was it was looking sketchy the past couple of days. And, and, and the problem for me whenever I get a head cold is that I have a hard time staying quiet during the day <laughs> and resting my voice and getting well. I, I don't I'm not much of a rester. So anyway, I'm glad that I'm back uh, and especially in time for you because you're the highlight of my week. Well, good. I've got some good news points for Ooh, the audience. Yay. Uh, Virginia School Board votes to reject state education departments transgender policy. This is Russell County in Virginia voted to reject the transgender policy, which included allowing men to use women's bathrooms. Finally, somebody did that. And that that is in really where the enemy lines are, because this Virginia area has where been some of the most hardcore uh, CRT stuff and LBGTQ stuff has been happening. So that's a major success. I'm glad we're kicking off with that this week. Well, I got some other good news, which might surprise you. Los Angeles School District defied the United Teachers Union, which is a rarity, Hmm. and passed a resolution condemning anti-Semitism and affirming the value of Jewish students. Wow. They also voted to delay the new math program, which is presented as a step towards social justice and racial equity. A letter from 500 parents demanded that the focus be on learning math, not teaching environmental and social justice. No action yet, but that's at least it's moving in the right direction with 500 parents taking an active role. 
Well, yeah. And um, 500 is a lot. That's a lot. And I, I predict that they will back down on that. I predict that they will respond favorably to these parents. Your thoughts? Yep. And then another one is uh, in an abrupt change, California has decided to let school districts decide if they want the mask rules in place for all students in their in their district. That's good. That just happened today. And that was because where? Otherwise, state mandate was every student in every school has to have a mask. <laughs> they reversed themselves on it today. Well, there still should be no mask on any kids. I, I don't disagree. But at least now it's each district, which means parents have a bigger say in controlling what is the ultimate decision in their local school district. So hopefully it works for the better. Yeah, I I think what we need to have happen, and I think what will happen, is we're going to have this recall. Newsom will be gone. We're going to get Larry Elder in, and we're going to be banning this nonsense. (laughs) Sorry, I got a tickle in my throat. I know. I'll continue while you're coughing. Okay, go ahead. At Pomona College, the Student Association unanimously passed a resolution that will require all clubs on campus to support the boycott, divestment, and sanctions against Israel in order to receive club funding. I guess there's some kind of money they give all the clubs. This applies to the Jewish clubs as well on campus. Sad and disappointing. Wow. Yeah. Then you got the University of Texas president, Hartzell has been content to ignore critics of his plunge into wokeism, which for Texas is pretty unusual. But the Texas legislature has warned him his day is coming, and they're going to take his issue up as soon as the legislature comes back from escaping into Washington, the Democrats leaving like they did. Wow. You know, I want to go back for a second. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) So sorry, Bob. Bless you. It suddenly got about nine... Ninety degrees in here in the studio, and that's what's making me cough. It's aggravating my allergies. <clears throat> I want you to repeat what's going on with this Jewish story, because not only are they pushing unanimously an anti-Semitic movement, but they're forcing the Jewish clubs to participate. Repeat that, please. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they, they the student association unanimously passed a resolution that require all clubs on campus to support the boycott divestment, and sanctions against Israel in order to receive club funding. And this applies to the Jewish clubs as well. There's two of them on campus. And they can't speak in favor of Israel at all, or their funding would be cut off and they lose their position in the college. At a time in which they're, they're teaching the CRT nonsense that all white people are, are racist, <clears throat> we've, yeah. got, we've got the U.S. government and the FBI Declaring the white supremacy is the scourge of the nation, and that's the terrorist movement in this country, and nobody's safe. We really have a rise in anti-Semitic crime. That's really where we are seeing that in Asian crime. But it, pr- primarily, the greatest number of hate crimes in this country is against the Jewish. And yet yep. we've, got, we've got this yep. being pushed in schools, and it's absolutely shameful and outrageous. It is. It's just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the line's drawn, but hopefully the parents will stand up to it. <clears throat> anyway, you got John Ellis, a distinguished professor of, at the University of California in Santa Cruz and chairman of the California Association of Scholars, says the CRT, critical race theory, wants you to believe that the only people of European ex- descent ever acted or thought tribal, which he says is absurd. <laughs> uh, they use the word tribal. Wanted- they use the word tribal. Yeah. When, when, describe a tribe that's European. Was there ever a Swedish tribe? 
Well, I, 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 wait, can you tell me the Norwegian tribe <laughs> or the Danish where I'm from? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're Scandinavian. The Danish is there a Danish tribe? The only thing I know that with Danish is they make really yummy cookies. Well, distinguished uh, <clears throat> professors say it's ridiculous, and he went on to say that Hispanics have their Mayan, Aztec, mm-hmm. and Inca empires that fought each other and held slaves for killing. Yeah. The African tribes had centuries of tribalism, battles, and systemic killing between the tribes. The mm-hmm. Turks massacred Armenians. The Ottomans captured over one million whites and held them as slaves in the 1700s. Yeah. And Native American tribes often warred each other to the death. And this is so important. I'm so glad you brought this story because this is clearly a, a, a case of history. We're not teaching history. You, if you think your kids are going to school to be taught history, whether it's American history or whether it's <clears throat> European history or, or you know any history in general, they're not. History is being scrubbed. It's being rewritten to push the anti-American, anti-white narrative. It is sad but true. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, uh, but at least the parents are beginning to stand up against it. Yeah, and I, that's, I see a lot of signs of it around the country, which I'll get into some more of them in a little minute. Well, we are going to take a break. We come back. <clears throat> I'm going to get cooled off here so I don't keep coughing on my poor man Bob's face. And we got more to bring to you on the other side of the break. And then a little bit later, we got a surprise guest. And we've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Don't. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Hopefully I'll be able to get through this next segment without coughing my head up. It just got too head off. It just got too hot in here for me. This has like been a lifelong thing for me. If I get too hot, I'll start I'll start coughing ever since I was a little kid if I get overheated. Anyway, and, and sometimes I get overheated, not just from the temperature because some of the crazy stories Bob Walters brings to me on Fridays. And he stayed with me over the break, as usual. We've got more uh, to get into tonight. What else you got, my dear? Yeah. um, The Ethnic Studies Program, which is coming up mandatory for seniors to pass in their senior year uh, in California, it gives kids a blank check to learn about gender identity, pedophilia, bestiality, intersex, and other repulsive themes per the bottom of Chapter 3, page 6. I searched it and read it myself. So anybody who wants to get a copy can just hit the web and get a copy of the um, ethnic studies curriculum, and you'll see it on that chapter three. This well, type how, of, okay, of help me out. All right, connect the dots for me, Bob, since you read this. Yeah. What does what does bestiality have to do with ethnic, ethnic studies? What ethnicity is involved in bestiality? How about pedophilia? Maybe yeah. it's talking Which about one? the Greek in the Which? ancient world. <laughs> <laughs> who's Who's involved in that? Well, it's the state of state of California put together the ethnic studies curriculum. It was postponed for a year, getting revised and revised. But this is the final form. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, I guess I was trying to figure out what bestiality had to do with ethnic studies. <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, at all. Go on. Anyway, and then two days ago, the Calif- the Virginia PTA. Now, that's the Parent Teachers Association, which used to be a really good organization for parents in school with their kids. But today it's run by the union. So Virginia PTA vice president resigned after being caught on video saying, let them die at a rally against opponents of CRT in schools. 
She was there in support of transgender rights and said, let's deny this off-key band of people that are gathered here today that are anti-education, anti-teacher, anti-equity, anti-history, quote, let them die. This is what she shouted to the crowd, her crowd, which was surrounded by a lot of the parents opposed to her view. Uh, so much for the PTA being a representative of the, of the parents. Yeah, they're supposed to represent the parents, Bob. I'm actually going to finish off the interview. Andrea is trying to uh, de-heat <laughs> and uh, get her voice back. But, wow, that's, that's unbelievable. It is, really. And then you got Yale, one of our premier universities, invited a New York psychiatrist, an Indian American Indian, to speak about how white people are psychopaths. Interesting. She talked about unloading a gun into the head of any white person that got in her way, burying their body, wiping her bloody hands, and walking away with no guilt. And she said, quote, there are no good white people, unquote. This is a speech she gave to 2,000 students at Yale University this week. And what cracks me up, Bob, so we're the psychopaths, but she's going to mow down anybody in her way that happens to be white. Yeah, I mean, it's like calling us racist when the real racists are the other side, not us. Oh, that's okay. unbelievable. It really is. Then you got a or Ohio high school, Mason High, encouraged female students to take the covered girl challenge by wearing hijabs in, sub, sub, in solidarity with Muslims. Outraged parents decided to step in. Thanks to the principal... He, he stood up and canceled the event. So it does show that parents standing up to craziness can make a change. This particular thing showed, portrayed, you know, it, portrayed, it was portrayed as combating stereotypes about Muslims, but parents saw it quickly as indoctrination, which it was. You know, and, and that and there is it, it is right there, Bob. And we we saw some of this a little bit early earlier on in the month against CRT. When you have the parents that will stand up and push back and say no more to this stuff, we can actually make some pretty decent headway and actually make progress. But you got to stand up. That's what you have to do. You do. You can't just pretend something's going to go away by itself because it won't. Right. And and I think I've got two seconds I can weigh in before I cough again. Um. There's a reason why they were pushing this, and it doesn't have anything to do. The, the, <clears throat> the real solidarity is between the communists, the Marxist, and the Islamist, because that's what the two have, have in common, and that's why they're <clears throat> forcing this indoctrination. Yeah, it's really pathetic. <laughs> then you've got a, a quote, I want us feared. This is the Biden administrative department head he, who is promoting radical CRT group that vows to destroy the schools. Nice. We know that. This message to this nation's schools included a request that they all get a handbook that advocates education to, quote, disrupt whiteness and other forms of oppression. This is a book put out by the Abolitionist Teachers Network, extremely radical. You know, Bob, I think I saw somewhere that there is about 21 states that have at least some type of legislation pending against this CRT, and four of them have actually passed stuff. Yeah, it's good. Good direction. I just need a lot more of them to come. Oh, we do. I mean, 50 would be outstanding, but it's definitely good progress. This was Biden's head of education department. I just, it's crazy. Of course, we, we can all talk about Biden until hell freezes over, oh, I guess. Well, he definitely gives us material, that's for sure. What else you got for us, Bob? Okay, California launches the largest free lunch program in the U.S. For 6.2 million students, 
It's aimed to help immigrant kids, kids of color, and other issues not, not matter in what type of income you've got or what's in your family. It might also help the governor get reelected come his effort to throw him out of office. Yeah, whatever happened to you, I remember when I was growing up, I mean, my parents always you know, provided the lunch, but you, there was an income requirement if you were going to get the free lunch. That was the whole reason they were giving it for free. Yeah, they've eliminated it. It's all gone. Yeah, it's just, again, part of the buy-off of the public. Then you got an 11-year-old girl. This is pretty, actually kind of good news. Thought she was doing the right thing when she decided the video teachers, she was going to video teach a, a teacher that she had who was doing inappropriate behavior with the students, shouting and cursing at them. After the teacher was fired for the way she talked to the students at Samuel Gaines Academy in Fort Pierce, Florida, Brianna, the young lady, 11 years old, was suspended for five days for violating state law about taking videos without permission of the people being filmed. Well, but here again, the mother stood up, fought it, and after two days, the daughter was reinstated in the school. See, again, it's all about being proactive. The parents yep. have to get on board. You, you're probably going to get pushback at some level. But in the end, we're seeing a lot of people actually make headway and being able to have what's right prevail. That's correct. So anyway, I, <clears throat> I, I'd like to urge everybody that's listening to get involved. Look at the school choice initiative coming up, which is going to be dramatic change because it pulled all the money in the world away from the teachers union and the public schools, and it's going to be a huge change. That petition comes out in September, and if you want to be on the list to get it sent to you, you need to contact the California School Choice Initiative.org, and they'll send it to, put you on the list, and you'll get it automatically in, in September. We need to get a million good signatures. Okay. And we, <clears throat> that time in February. And we the kids? And We the Kids. It's a good group that does after-school teaching of history and American um, treasure. And uh, it's, it's a very solid program to help divert the kids' indoctrination that went all day at school. And it's, it's something that parents can do in their neighborhood with themselves and with maybe a group of parents gathering together. And they give you all the tools and books and materials to use. And that you can look up wethekids.us. And they'll send you everything you need. All righty. Well, Bob, thank you so much. <clears throat> you and Potato Skins are my heroes of the week for helping me limp along with this cough attack that I had. And I just appreciate you guys so much. Well, good luck to you, babe. I thank- hope you get well. Thank you, honey. All right. All right. Now, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. And we come back. we got more on the other. We've got a surprise special guest for you guys and Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Seems like I've got my voice a little bit restored, but you know what? Thanks for all your patience out there. Thank you to Bob Walters. And you know what? Welcome to live radio, my dears. So many people getting into podcasting. That's so easy because you're recording, right? And you could stop and go have your cough attack. Nothing like live radio. There ain't nothing like live radio, but you know what? I have a safety net here and it's called DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, I do what I can, but I'm always here and prepared, Andrea. But I hear we have a really special guest 
on the line. We do. And he's he's calling in from quite far away. He's not a local guest. Hopefully I'm going to pronounce his name correctly. And, and he's calling in. One of the biggest stories of the week that we didn't have a chance to talk about was this Ben and Jerry story. Did you hear about Ben and Jerry? I did hear about this. Not in detail, but I know a little bit about it enough. Well, maybe we can learn a little bit more about, <clears throat> about what went on behind it. Men and Jerry's evidently decided to no, no longer sell ice cream over in, I think, the West Bank in the Jewish settlements. So here to um, to explain and give his his position on it is Ali Bahub El-Halib, member of Hamas and new advisor to Ben and Jerry's. Ali, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Uh, thank you, Andrea, for uh, having me on. I appreciate it very much. Um, yes, it's good to be on uh, to talk about this because uh, a lot of the Zionist media has been uh, blowing this uh, out of uh, proportion. So I want to, first of all, state I'm a proud member of the Hamas, and uh, I'm also a senior advisor to uh, Ben & Jerry's, uh, the ice cream, which has some very interesting flavors. Oh, they do. I'd like to discuss with your audience. Okay. Well, um, are, are you introducing these flavors as in celebration for the fact that Ben & Jerry's has decided to be anti-Semitic? Is there, are, are uh, they... Well, we don't call it that. <clears throat> uh, we're also going to change the name of Ben & Jerry's because it sounds a little bit too gay. Uh, like kind of like a Burton army, you know. So uh, we we basically we're going to call it Ibn and Jihad. Uh, that will be the new flavor, and okay. this will be uh, throughout <clears throat> the entire Sharki uh, Latsel, the entire Middle East. So uh, we're we're very happy about this. Um, but uh, let me tell you about some of the amazing flavors that uh, our uh, Cracker Jack team came up with. <laughs> okay. Uh, for example, we have the Ramadan rhubarb, uh, very popular. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Daoud's Dingleberry, and uh, especially popular in the Gaza Strip. Uh, Palestinian pistachio, uh, <laughs> certainly one of my favorites. Uh, Iraqi Road, also good. Ola uh, uh, Apple, uh, also nice. Uh, explosive egg cream for those living on the edge. Was that the, expl- the explosive egg cream? <laughs> Explosive egg cream, yes. It's, uh, it, uh, once you take a sip, it'll blow up in your mouth. It'll be amazing. Life-changing. You might even get a 70-second virgin after the first sip. So uh, anything is possible, as they say. Okay. I'll, I'll continue if you don't mind, because we worked very hard on these names. I can tell that you uh, did. Okay, please continue. Are there t- did, yes. And did you have taste testers involved when you, when you came up with these names? Ali. Yes, we did. Uh, some of whom have since passed on and have <laughs> gone to the hereafter. Okay. So it's it, it very common. Uh, sometimes when you're mixing inside a lab, uh, things go wrong, like Wuhan. So, uh, <laughs> you know, this is an example of uh, what we are trying to do. And at the same time, uh, maintain our uh, sense of humor, uh, for sure. Uh, so, um, and other popular flavors, which will be coming to America very soon, uh, raspberry rocket, uh, Katusha <laughs> coffee, uh, Sudanese strawberry, <laughs> uh, blueberry burka, uh, my favorite one, Muslim macadamia, always nice. <laughs> Uh, paramilitary peach, uh, also good. Oh, I love uh, I love a good paramilitary peach. 
And oh, peach is you, one of my you, favorite. You and I both uh, believe you yes. me. Yes. Uh, caramel carbomb. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I see imam, falafel fatwa, blasted boysenberry. Uh, that one also is very dangerous and volatile. Quran uh, crisp in honor of the Holy Quran. Uh, Toffee terror, uh, the favorite of the formerly Ben and Jerry. Uh, bloody cherry and crazed kiwi. Okay. So those are. Uh, many flavors that uh, we are working on right now, and uh, we uh, hope to get them out to the United States. Well, Ali, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> Ali, I mean, yeah. you know, the the the. Uh, it- the extent i mean the you know the, there's 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 a flavor for everybody there it's it's almost like baskin and robbins 31 flavors there's 30, there's 31 yeah. flavors of terror there that you ben and jerry's are supporting well we have 72 flavors uh, for virgins and non-virgins alike so it's going to be very exciting mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be doing taste tests uh, around the middle east mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully there will be some market research companies out there that would like us to uh, you know mm-hmm. further uh, get our flavors out because speaking, uh, radio uh-huh. is a good yeah. medium and especially yes. on your show speaking of market research have you had any any um guest come in uh, any celebrities anybody of interest national come in importance to, national importance uh, come in and test your, your believe flavors believe it or not uh, the former uh, prime minister of israel uh, mr netanyahu uh, he did come in there to check out some of our uh, controversial flavors. Mm-hmm. And amazingly, he told me that he would only go to Hagen Dazs. <laughs> so he refused to buy from us. And we I can't imagine why. Insulted. I know. I can't imagine why. I mean, you Ben and Jerry's. I mean, you know, um, you know, wh- why? Why should? Why should anybody in Israel, you know, uh, you know, be be offended uh, with your with your 72 flavors of terror? Did you have something you wanted to ask, Potato Skin? I just wanted to know if he's had a chance to actually talk with BB personally and maybe uh, get some feedback. Uh, or, or maybe... I did. I, oh, yes. I offered him a flavor that has not even hit the market called Blueberry Boom. And I was hoping that he would uh, at least try a sample. It, it's, uh, it's even got... Uh, it's not kosher yet, but we're... Mm-hmm. Trying to find a, a rabbi that okay. maybe is very reformed mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. reconstructionist mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. give us his mm-hmm. or her or its uh, little uh, so- sign, as mm-hmm. they say, okay. so, to make it sure that everything is good for, uh, you know, El Yahud. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> Ali, I, I understand yes. that your, your name is Arabic for um, I Love Milk? Yes, that's right. Uh, Ali Bahub al That is correct, yes. Well, you're in the right you're in the right uh, you're in the right profession for you since you love milk and you're a terrorist coming up with all these glor- these these glorified names for terror. Of course, if you haven't figured it out by now, this was having a little fun on Friday Fun Day with my favorite impersonator, Phil Hirsch, who um, actually is also um, a, a good friend of mine and a good conservative. Thank you, my dear. Anything you want to anything you want to say on the subject? Yes, uh, thank you for uh, having me on. I have, actually, I'm an ice cream lover, but uh, not a fan of Ben and Jerry's. I actually, I've never bought Ben and Jerry's. I'm proud to say, in my entire life, I've sampled some flavors. Uh, you know, sometimes you're at a mall, 
Or you could be in a store and they're giving out a sample and you're like, okay, I'll try it. it, it you know, I'm not going to say it's bad ice cream. It was good ice cream. But obviously knowing what they support and what they stand for, uh, that wouldn't be a, a prudent idea uh, to support such an entity. Uh, no different than Airbnb, you know, when they did the same thing, uh, you know, several years ago uh, against Israel. So, yeah. um yeah, it's really an honor to be on your show. And, uh, you know, it's funny when this came out. I mean, it's obviously not funny, but uh, we can uh, certainly uh, bamboozle and, and lambast uh, companies like this because they deserve it. Right. Uh, that's the first thing. So, uh, yeah, it was certainly a lot of fun. But, well, yeah, thank I, you. I can you... only imagine if BB uh, were to walk in mm. what that would be like. Um, you know, so who knows? Uh, well, you actually, know, let me ask him. Uh, he, 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 what would he say? Uh, this is exactly what he'd say. First of all, I would hope you'd have macadamia, or in this case, Maccabee nut, because <laughs> I'm nuts about the Maccabees. We love Israel. I'm Israel Chai, and we will prevail <clears throat> over this hideous company called Ben & Jerry's. I don't know what happened to them, but uh, they have really hit a very low mark in humanity. And uh, I'd, I'd prefer Briars at this point. I really would. <laughs> well, BB, so well, th- you know what, Phil? Phil and I met years ago, many years ago at this point, working on a Disney uh, pr- pr- um, uh video up in Orange County and I don't even yeah. know how we got on the subject but Phil found out that Benjamin Netanyahu was like my longest living crush and that was many years ago and he whipped out oh, his nine, BB his whip he whipped out his BB on me and I was absolutely floored and thank you for you know when when Phil came to me with this idea to do the segment tonight I was so in need of a laugh genius it, absolutely brilliant I thought <laughs> we got to make sure we don't come across in any way because I'm such a supporter of Israel and my Jewish friends mean everything to me and he goes no we've got to endlessly mock Ben and Jerry's and that's what we need to do and I'm glad we did it yep. with humor because one of the things these liberals have tried to do is destroy is to destroy comedy. Right. To try to take uh, our ability to joke away from from things. Right. <clears throat> well, it's not it's not just the cancel culture, but they, they are destroying businesses, livelihoods. Uh, you know, you can't even crack a joke anymore. They're taking classic films and they're banning them, uh, among other things. And it's uh, it is a very, very scary time. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just that. But if you happen to disagree with a certain experimental shot, if you will, yep. available from three companies. I'm not even going to say the word because we're, I don't consider it that. Well, we're about out of uh, time. Yeah, Re- sadly, you know, but, but, but we'll definitely uh, continue further. But yeah, you have a disagreement with them on that. Forget about it. They, they want right. you locked up somewhere. Gotta go, Phil. Love you so much. Love you all. See you Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. <laughs>